Hey, this is Melissa Parsons, and you are listening to the Your Favorite You podcast. I'm a certified life coach with an advanced certification in deep dive coaching. The purpose of this podcast is to help brilliant women like you with beautiful brains create the life you've been dreaming of with intention. My goal is to help you find your favorite version of you by teaching you how to treat yourself as your own best friend. If this sounds incredible to you and you want practical tips on changing up how you treat yourself, then you're in the right place. Just so you know, I'm a huge fan of using all of the words available to me in the English language, so please proceed with caution if young ears are around. Well, hi, welcome back to your favorite you. I can't believe we're already three months into this adventure and we are on episode 11. Thank you so much for showing up here week after week with me. I appreciate it so much. Today, I'm called to talk to you all about making friends in midlife. I was thinking about doing this episode before I spent an amazing long weekend with some of my favorite women in Sedona, but the vision for this podcast became even more crystal clear after spending five days of my life in their amazing company. So thank you, ladies. You all know who you are. After this week, I sure hope that motivational speaker Jim Rohn is right and that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. I don't know about you, but I used to have a story that it was hard to make friends as an adult woman. I have a couple close friends from high school. I have several friends still from college. I have a couple friends from med school, several from residency that I talk to on a regular basis. All of these friendships uh, came with forced proximity. They came with shared experiences. And in some cases, uh, mostly during medical school and residency from shared traumas. If I'm being honest, in the area where I live, once my kiddos were in school, I started to have the story that I was different from the other moms in my vicinity because I had a full-time job and many of the other moms were stay-at-home moms. And honestly, we didn't have that much in common. Plus, I had a sneaky little thought that perhaps they were only wanting to be friends with me because I was a pediatrician and I could offer them free medical advice. Now, this was obviously not true for everyone, but I had the thought that I needed to keep my guard up a bit. I also had the story that I am weird and wacky and that I might be too much for some people if I was truly myself with the people I was meeting. Again, thinking I couldn't exactly be myself in certain situations. So based on all of that, you can see why I had the story that it was hard to make friends. For me, I think the first step in overcoming the story was me actually attempting to be and become my favorite version of me, being exactly me in all of my divinity and all of my humanity and loving all the light parts of me and the dark parts of me. The mindfuck here is that once I did that, I started to really enjoy my solitude. There was no more loneliness because I love me and I enjoy spending time with myself and by myself. Interestingly, when you enjoy who you are and love every one of your bits, it gives off a vibe of self-confidence that's attractive. Not surprisingly, you start to attract people who are like-minded and who have done or are doing the work on themselves to like themselves as well. And that makes it very easy to make friends with similar values. 
when I think about my friendships that have endured since I was younger and the ones that I've cultivated in the past several years, several themes rise to the top. The first one is that no one is trying to people please the others. When we say yes to each other, it's an enthusiastic yes. When we say no, we honor the no. For many of us as younger people, we were never, quote unquote, allowed to say no or to have an opinion. And just having friends that we can say no to and still be loved and accepted is huge. It is healing. In my current friendships, everyone has boundaries, which they uphold for themselves. I don't have to worry about stepping over the line because if I do, my friend will tell me and I realize it has nothing to do with me and everything to do with them, which is beautiful. We also have what I think of as, quote unquote, low maintenance relationships. We can talk every day if that feels good. We can also not talk for weeks or even months and pick right back up where we left off without any guilting or shaming or where have you been or any of that kind of stuff. As my friend Amanda put it, we strive for a low-maintenance friendship between the friends who understand that life is busy. We have families, hobbies, careers. These types of friends do not get upset about how often there are get-togethers and whatnot. No matter how much time goes by, the friendship remains the same. I could not agree more, Amanda. Another strong theme that runs through these friendships is that we are each other's biggest fans. We all believe that a rising tide lifts all boats, and we genuinely want to see our friends succeed. We get inspired by what the other person is doing instead of being jealous. And if we do become jealous, we know that the jealousy and the envy are just signs pointing us to what we actually might want in our own life. And then we use that jealousy or envy as an inspiration to go out and do it, to go out and get what it is we actually want without trying to make the other person wrong or anything like that. The next thread that runs through these relationships is that we know that we are human and we're going to fuck it up sometimes and need to ask for a do-over. We are endlessly forgiving. We look for opportunities to celebrate each other's humanity, to say, I see you being human. And of course, I still love you. You are not your mistakes. Now, we can also occasionally be petty and laugh about it. We can say, I don't want your advice or your coaching here. I just want to vent. And we are all in for that, knowing that gossip is simply a way of connecting with the other humans in our lives. Interestingly, we don't spend a lot of time here in the gossiping petty mode because we all have such full lives that we actually love. So that's not necessary. Man, do we laugh with each other, at each other, at ourselves. And interestingly, we cry, sob, weep, mourn with each other, for each other. We are not afraid to let our big emotions show. We hold space for each other, for all of it, for every emotion. We know that we each know deep down what is best for ourselves, but we can question with love to help each other find our own answer. We keep pointing each other back to our own unique true north. We point out when we see each other deviating from that, again, with love, and help each other figure out why we are deviating from our true north, and if we want to keep going down that path or not. And boy, do we love 
out loud without reservation. There is no such thing as loving each other too much in my friendships. We also encourage each other to love ourselves out loud and without reservation. I encourage you to think about the type of friend you want to be. First to yourself. How do you want to treat yourself? Think about how much your relationship with yourself would change if you adapted just one of the ideas I outlined above. Now, think about the type of friend you want to be to others. If you are already being a friend in a way that feels amazing to you, figure out how you have already created that and celebrate the hell out of it. If you're not the friend you want to be, figure out what's getting in the way. Now, think about the type of friends you want to have, the friendships you already have that you want to cultivate, and the friendships you want to create with new people. There may be some of you who are holding on to old friendships that are no longer working for you, and that's keeping you from having the types of friendships you want to have just based on the time. For some of these relationships, you may be able to ask for what you want in the relationship and offer what you're willing to give and start again with people already in your orbit. For some of your friendships, it may serve you best to complete the relationship and move on with love. I firmly believe that there are relationships that are meant to last a lifetime, and there are those only meant to last a season. Each of these can be beautiful, and oftentimes absolutely nothing has gone wrong when a friendship ends. It is definitely not necessary to blow up the entire relationship in order for it to come to an end. In fact, I definitely do not recommend that method. You don't need to make yourself wrong for ending a friendship, and you certainly don't need to make the other person wrong either. There really is no utility in that. I am interested to hear from all of you. What makes friendship easy and fun for you? What makes it difficult? And of course, if you need help navigating friendships, I'm the coach for you. I truly believe that relationships are the most important part of my life, and I have done a lot of work to align my time with the value I place on relationships. I would love to help you do the same. See you next week. If you like what you're hearing so far and you think others would benefit from your favorite you, it would be epic if you take a couple of minutes to rate and review the podcast. Ratings and reviews are the best way to make podcasts discoverable. I'd love it if you give me your honest opinion, especially if you adore me. And of course, a five-star review would be fantastic. If you click the subscribe button, you'll automatically receive weekly episodes without having to do anything else. If you feel called to share it with others you think might love it, then I will love you forever. You will become my newest favorite podcast listener. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Your Favorite You. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn more, head over to melissaparsonscoaching.com. If you want to work with me to find your favorite you, to become your own best friend so that you can create the life you want with intention, please go to melissaparsonscoaching.com forward slash contact to set up a consult to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. I so look forward to meeting you.